0: Pickaxe.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Triforce podcast. Where I am, Uh, where's eating a peanut butter? (laughs) The sexual sounds of the rain falling above me in Bristol and Sips Mm -hmm. nomming away at mm-hmm. uh, a, a fruit and nut bar, probably, or n- yeah. nutri, Nutri-Grain, some some breakfast bar. It's uh, a peanut no bar. Just peanuts. Oh, wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, I went to the pub, and the, the heavens opened, and mm-hmm. we all got absolutely soaked. We were all set outside, and I looked up at the, down the table, and it was like me, Lydia, Ravs, like a bunch of others, and... Um, I was like none of us smoke. Why are we outside? Because of yeah. course, we follow the lead of Harry and Tom, you know, the 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 trend setters in mm. the New Yorks. The they always yeah, they're the cool guys. So we all sit outside and of course they were not there. We had one umbrella that barely covered like the, the, the table, sort of six of us huddling under it, and I, I just, I said to Ravs, "It'll stop in a minute," in that British way. Did it? And then, and then it didn't. No, it got up worse and it got harder. Yeah. And it poured with rain, and um, I, I staggered home, drenched, at about half past ten. But I, nice. but it was nice. It was, it wasn't,
0: wasn't cold rain. It was kind of just. Warm like a rain. soaking a fine fine soaking mist you know those yeah. you know like that those light rains where you're like it's not raining that bad but you get absolutely fucking drenched yeah it was that it's like a misty rain almost
1: like it i don't know there's... heavy enough to refill our pints with, mm. You know, it was right. it was or or caused them that much distress either. They weren't splashing everywhere, you know. But right, it was it was heavy enough that we were the only people out there, and I just felt like this was the most British thing I'd yeah. done in a while uh, because nice. we watched. We spent the time watching the evening. We did like a premiere of the new Master Tasker, which is mm. the main channel. Taskmaster ripoff. Right. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, P. Flex and stuff. Uh, yeah, but...
2: yeah, watched it, loved it, thought it was uh, great. I would love to be on it one day. It's just such a funny show. So we'll yeah, get did you not on.
0: watch it, not in it. Don't care. <laughs> So
1: rude. Well, just being honest, just a rude dude. It's a place for Sips to be open, and Friends
2: of his are in this show and made the show. He's like, I don't fucking care. I'm not in. I don't,
0: though, I mean, it's <laughs> I can't help it. Sorry,
1: it's good. It's got Lydia Revs in it, and um, nice, and, and the Tommy, Tommy B, and Tom, Tommy C, doing the. Uh, like you the B.
2: original Bubble Boy, Sips. You are just the Bubble Boy.
1: <laughs> I li- am. Lives in a bubble.
2: <laughs> no, but unlike the Bubble unashamedly Boy, unashamedly so. But you don't want to be outside the bubble. Get
1: well, me i the not. Well, do for, not. you don't want to get in that fucking bubble. It's full of baby sick and fucking crying. That's and it. Stuff. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Don't it's it's a get. Stay away man. from. Oh, bubble. I don't, don't want to be in the full of bubble. dirty
1: nappies and like, <laughs> <Get> <laughs> yeah, me it's away. gross in here. I did it's that. disgusting.
0: No, it never, is I'm Never going go back
2: to the
1: bubble life. I take that. Thank God, man. Kept in the bubble. I got to keep it
0: all in the bubble until yeah. When they when when the baby's bigger, I can I can finally venture out of the bubble, and then I might care about taskmasters. and you ain't going do shit. You're gonna live in that bubble forever. <laughs> oh, oh, I, jest though. That sounds pretty cool. No, it was. I, it I, was should, I should. watch it. It's
1: a fun time. And then we um. <laughs> he still ain't
2: gonna my... fucking watch it. Dude. I've There's started. So Judder.
1: He'll watch it. Don't worry. Uh, it'll pop up on his recommended. He can't. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Yeah. Do um... not
2: recommend channel. Is what he's gonna fucking
1: do. <laughs> <laughs> you just oh. click that immediately. <laughs> well, since oh, it's like this though, he's a contrarian. Like he won't um. He, anything that's hyped or anyone's talked about, he will
0: put off it. He'll be like, uh, "Yeah, I, well, I I, can't be all I, that. I've been burned many times. I'm you're, not even doing it just to be cool or anything. I just, I, I just don't, I just you, don't believe I the think, hype." The, yeah, anything that's hyped at all, Sips is like, "I'm, I'm not into it.
1: Into it? No. He, what, he likes the underground good stuff. I, yes. I know. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Or I, you like I discovering just, your own things?
0: Well, is I like that, to wait. I like to wait to see what the the sort of." Like it's weird because I don't I don't generally believe the hype, but then I'm fine to sort of uh, believe a consensus, you know, like after after the fact, like with Cyberpunk. Everybody was super excited, losing their minds for Cyberpunk coming out, and I was like, okay, you know, it's I'll see how it goes. And then when it came out, and everybody was upset that it wasn't didn't live up to their expectations or whatever, and I still haven't played it because I haven't heard great things about it, right? But then it's, other uh, yeah. things have come out that were that were hyped or not hyped or whatever, and people rave on about it. Uh, and then uh, you know, if, if if there's enough interest or you know people. Mention something to me that sounds interesting. I'll I'll definitely check it out and then well sometimes though, binge hype, on it for <laughs> months. The, the at hype a time. is
1: is the respo- reason for its downfall, right? In many ways, like a lot yeah. of times, people are like, "Oh, this didn't live up to the hype," and therefore, well, I mean, I'm going mean, to give it a negative review. Cyberpunk,
0: right? how the hell could it ever live up to the hype? Like the the hype around Cyberpunk was just insane. Yeah, and I feel like was.
2: I feel like it could have lived up to one tenth of the hype. That would have it, been, could, like, have. Yeah, it <laughs> could, could have yeah that would have been
0: sure, something. but uh, it was never going to be what people expected, because I think people's expectations were just...
2: True, but I, they, I al- they like that, also didn't help. Like yeah, If you, part, if you mean, pitch they... it as being this grand thing, and you show off all this stuff and say it's going to have this, it's going to have that, and then it doesn't, that's kind of on you. Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly, people. Of I course, think that was yeah. what people were upset about. They were sold this idea that it was something greater than what it was, or some, yeah. some kind of revolution in gaming when yeah. really it was, you know... I um, remember
0: um, Spore being like not. that, too. When oh Spore my was God, in development, dude. and then when it was released, the, the hype around that came game was insane oh, don't and it remind could not me. possibly uh, ever remotely live up to oh, any I was of the so hype.
2: excited for that I got yeah, the game was. rushed everyone home was. I couldn't wait to play it and I was like yeah. what the fuck is this
0: piece?" yeah it was just a stripped down version of what they promised because they just couldn't they couldn't do all the stuff that they wanted to do and what was it will will right actually left off the back of it too didn't he or or midway through like he was just he was trying to to do stuff and the publisher of the studio were, were just like no we can't do it we've got deadlines or whatever and he's like fine i'm out you know what it, you know
2: what i think that would actually work nowadays as an early access title that they built stuff on
0: yeah because a game
2: like that that's that because if i remember right, you were you could literally the whole point was you could go from like a single celled little creature and evolve yes. all the way up to like space battles like yeah that is incredibly grand plan shit yeah and, and like holy yeah. god like as a pitch yeah that that yeah. sounds great but it's kind of those kind of games where they pitch it like that is like i remember a guy i knew told me about the game he was making and he he said to me it's going to be amazing i was like all right describe it to me then and he said uh all right but don't tell anyone because this is a great idea i was like okay and his <laughs> idea was this game he's like right so it's sort of like elite but then it also has ground battles like Planetfall, but it also has trading, like a sort of trading game. But it's also like an empire builder, and there's like city building within that empire, and there's also politics, and you party management, say,
0: and recruitment. And that game he was talking about was Star Citizen. No, and it was no, what's I'm the not. guy's name? Chris? Is it Chris Roberts or or now was that it the, the Wing no Commander Man's guy? Sky.
2: Chris that Chris Robber. I call him
0: because <laughs> he's a thief good one.
2: but no it's That's literally good. I was like mate you know how many people it's going to take to even begin to make this game he goes oh no I've got these two coders they're top guys I was like alright good luck buddy
1: like, <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. Alan Sugar <laughs> Productions. so i got these two coders I've laid on a couple
0: of coders this week oh man I, I, oh. I was reading. I was reading something about Alan Sugar recently because i I don't I, I don't know much about him other than, you know, he's on The Apprentice, which i which I watch. And uh, I never really had any opinions on on Alan Sugar until he tweeted, Calling people who work from home scumbags who watch TV all day. Yeah, he's a, and now he's a my, my perception of that man has, has just completely Here's and utterly changed. He, I, think, I, think, yeah, I, think he, I think home working is no, the no. best. He, and I think and if his, you're against it, listen, you're dead to me.
1: He and his uh, colleagues and everyone has suddenly did a big turnaround on the old energy crisis, right? Because it costs a lot more for them to pay for everything at the office. Like one of the main, I read this article on the money supermarket and it was like, if you want to save money on your heating and electricity, just go into the office more. You know, do your washing in the office. Cook yeah. your lunch in the office. Cook your dinner in the office. Like, yeah, yeah, use all their like, energy, yeah. And so now what's happening is all these people are like, oh, actually, well, do you know what? Maybe if you stay at home, um, well, you wouldn't cost us so much. It would cheaper, right? And, and so yeah. everyone is suddenly well, he- doing a 180 on this idea that we have to fucking... You know, what, yeah, but do you know what
2: he also said? In in response to people saying that they would rather work from home and it's silly, he goes, Well then I you should be paid less because it doesn't cost you as much to get into work. As if right. as if the only reason they pay us is so that we have enough money to have clothes and travel man. to get to our fucking jobs. He is an absolute I don't know how you can be shit.
0: that stupid and have made that much money. He got, no, like no 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 he, here is the
2: thing. Alan should I read his fucking autobiography. Alright. I do not like the man. I do not like the man. I do not respect him. No, he's a a cunt in all
1: caps, 100%. So I
2: wanted to read the book to find out what he thought of himself and his own personal story. This is a guy who basically got into electronics at the right time, opened a store selling tat electronics, and Amstrad was always shit, always shit. Nobody that bought an Amstrad product would be like, it was top of the line. No, it was Amstrad. It was budget. That was the whole angle that they were going for. he then got into business to business stuff with like set top boxes and all this kind of stuff with his business deals, which is basically he was like a fu- doing it fucking for a boy,
1: IRL Dell boy with just like just somehow managed to integrate
0: himself in because he offered it the cheapest. You know, yeah. it's like you mean, he just. I think at up. the time he was laying on big dues for his staff and stuff <laughs> as well. Like, do you think no he way. laid on a nice spread of like uh, buffets? He might no lay a on one for all of his fucking anything.
1: mistresses, but he's, a, he's, a, a, he's an
2: incredibly stingy uh, businessman, and everything is on a shoestring. All, I mean, the, uh, the Amstrad-made set-top boxes, anybody who's ever had a shit set-top box, you can thank Alan Sugar, because they were literally, if you open them up, it's like the shittest build, and all the quality of the circuitry and everything like that is dog, they break all the time, they're slow, they are garbage. And mm. it's all because he'll do it for Tuppence, hate me, that's it. He hasn't changed from being a, the guy that ran a market store selling stuff cheap and trying to get it cheap, and just selling tat, that's, he has not changed. And he's managed to build this empire. But if you look at all these business ventures that he gets involved in on fucking dragons. A lot of them fail. They're terrible. They're terrible ideas. And the kind of people that want to work for him, I don't don't understand it.
1: I do not understand. Well, that's partly how he's got to where he is, though, by treating people like shit. You know, I think that that is his whole thing. He has no... These people have no qualms to produce shitty products and treat people shittily and make money doing it. You know? I think yeah. if you are, an how come fucking I'm not scumbag, like
0: filthy, stinking rich? I treat people like shit all the time. <laughs> no, no, what am I doing wrong? Apparently you don't, yeah, I'm looking up at the sky right now. What am I doing wrong?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh Twitch, god! Twitch chat don't count, you know. <laughs> torturing Twitch chat with hours of fence building in Planet Zoo doesn't count.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I them mean and I keep them keen, baby. Whoa, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm not. Um, uh, I'm not as rich as Alan Sugar, that's for sure. No, um, uh, well... I, I could learn a thing or two from that guy. But no, I I, I really did not like the uh, the insinuation that people who work from home are lazy and all they do is sit around and watch TV. The, the fact of the matter is, is that most of these jobs, there's not even enough work to do to fill a day. So if somebody's sitting around watching TV, that's that's your fault, right? Like you, you probably just have too, too many people or whatever. And if they're in an office... That makes sense, right? Because you can, you can look out over your little silo and be proud of yourself that you manage five or six people or whatever, and that's cool. But when they're all at home and you can't see them, it doesn't feel as tangible, right? I, I so also think it, the, I- the out.
2: idea that people aren't working, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of personally offended by this. Mrs. F works from home quite often, obviously worked from home all over lockdown and everything like a lot of people out there did. And if you want to tell me that she didn't work very hard and work long hours and do her job, you yeah. can get fucked. I'm actually seriously pissed off when, when Alan Sugar and people like that joke around about people just sitting around watching TV in their pajamas. First of all, who fucking gives a shit that you're wearing your fucking pajamas? Genuinely, what fucking difference does it make to you, Lord Sugar, you cunt? (laughs)
0: Yeah, but the thing is, like, (laughs) having worked in an office, some people turned up to the office in worse than pajamas, in my opinion. Sometimes they look like fucking shit. And then they sit around all day and do fuck all. They just talk or they're browsing the internet or whatever. So what's the fucking difference? It's it's ludicrous. it's, it's it's, it's, It's like he's never worked from home before and also like he's never worked in an office office before either like maybe he should just spend a day working in one of his fucking offices and he could realize that uh, most people are useless assholes whether they work in an office or at home it doesn't matter you know what i mean yeah but he, he just seems to have no fucking concept <laughs> at all about how working life is which is which is odd as, as uh, someone who
1: has employees
0: oh yeah of course you do
1: um i don't want i don't really know whether we do a good job with this at all like i i don't know i i my opinion is always the same as yours it's like if you're working for someone you should get away with doing the absolute bare minimum you can if if otherwise you know unless there's any kind of incentives right like (laughs) we obviously have people with fairly like simple tasks i i guess mostly like you know, they feel like they're they're they they know what their goals are quite clearly. I think it's very hard when you're in a job and like someone tells you, "Oh, just just uh, just do some, do something." You know, and you're like, "Well, what?" Like, "I'll oh, just uh, file those file those pieces of paper." It's like, "Okay, I've done that. Now what?" And they're like, "Oh, um, just uh, I'm going for lunch. See ya." It's like you know, when you don't have proper like goals or proper management. Yeah. Then that's the thing. You you get very dissolution very quick because but that, a lot that's people... where the
2: managers are pushing for people to work in the office because they can't do their fucking stupid shitty job any other way. They don't know how to do it. They do no, not know because how most to decide. Of it is just... All stupid make it. work, right? Yeah.
0: Like, and which is not necessary. Like, I, like I've worked in, in teams before, like on projects, like coding, like, like big projects, whatever. And there's deliverables and there's times where things need to be delivered, right? And so the time where you're working on stuff, you just need to be left alone to get on with it so that you can actually deliver it on time, right? right? But I mean, that's true of so any office wh- whether job. Whether I'm right? sitting around in my, in, in a thong uh, watching, you know, <laughs> mori Povich on the side and like, I'll do it i'll deliver it on time you like i'll probably deliver it early
2: the father yeah you know <laughs> what best i mean of though. Glory, like it, it
0: shouldn't fucking matter what's the difference if i'm doing that at home yeah, or if exactly. if some somebody yeah. is just bugging me all the time in the office like uh, you know like hey want to go for coffee hey want to go for coffee hey uh did you have you sat in the bathroom for an hour today looking <laughs> at your phone you know it's all the same shit right like i i know when i have to deliver the workout i'm gonna do it like uh, if, but if you don't, some jobs just aren't like that. Yeah. There's just not enough work. I mean, then to there do. are
2: some like the like call center jobs and stuff like that. Uh, I presume that they found a way to set all those up from home. But you, like yeah. they monitor what calls you get they record mm-hmm. calls all that kind of shit you could do
0: that from home but that's a volume job though right, right? like it's it's like being a, it's like working at a till or like you know serving people at like say mcdonald's or whatever you know there's going to be customers it's going to be busy almost right. all day right like you're you're not going to really have time to to do anything but your job especially but because like,
2: dude remember I, i've worked in one of these places i did i did a call center for exchange and mart magazine rest in peace exchange mm-hmm. and mart magazine And the calls just come through. Like, it just goes, oh, you're not on the phone right now? Don't worry about that. And it goes, and just puts the call through to you. So it's not, you don't have time to do shit. So this is pillar
1: one. Okay, pillar one is clearly defined things to do. Because I fucking hate... Going to have I fucking hated having a job where I went there and I didn't have anything to do. I didn't feel like I could yeah. contribute and I felt like my ideas were you, ignored. You turn up
0: and there's nothing like, to do and somebody's like, Oh, can you file this? Or oh, right. can you just can you do this? And it's like, just send me home. Yeah. But, you don't need me here. But also it's a like, waste of time. I think within
1: that like space to grow and change and put your own ore in and, and make make a make a difference, right? And then that's yeah. why that leads on to part two. Feeling like I think you are part of a group or a team or and a, and a rewarded for doing so like i don't know if you guys know this but obviously we we do like a profit share with Yogs, so like like 10% of our um yearly profits or so if if in in last year it was like 20% goes to staff, right? Straight Whoa! Up. Do I count I as staff? That, you know, no, no, you're not What the payroll. fuck? I quit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm well, gonna you, start You're not a, on I'm the gonna payroll. Gonna, you, I'm going to start a, a strike. I'm going to start a strike own, next time I'm there. You've and got it, your own benefits. I'm going to picket <laughs> the fucking offices. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But No one will join like, me. I, I feel like that, and then there obviously also has to be to some extent like a a an independence factor where people know what they're doing without a manager. I, I yeah. don't like the idea of managers. I think managers should be assistants to people who are doing the job to help them get their job done rather than some cuts yeah. over the top of them that telling them to get their job done, right? I don't think that's the role of a, a manager should be, a proper manager should be helping everyone else to, to to do what they need to do and saying, like, how do we make you this better? Not, you know... Do work harder, you know, idiot. You know, I I think a lot of people like I've got, and also I I think you're completely right about people wanting to work differently and needing to. Some people have never wanted yeah. to come back in. I saw Tom Hazel yesterday for the first time in months, you know, because he much enjoys working at home in his pants, I assume. Um, and sure, and he all no, we've had no problems with anyone working where they want at Yogs, and it's been really great. I think, like for example, one of my friends, Dan. Um, he works for the government, uh, defense. He works for the, the government in some sort of defense role, and he has to sit sure. through these long meetings. And He's a really, really smart guy, and he's been doing it from home, and he's been doing great lately, but he has to sit through these incredibly long meetings. Has what, he done a lot of good defense? Well, well, I, I don't really know what he does because he's very vague about it. He's got to so be either a spy, or he's, um, well, I mean, nothing's happened, or he's so he just did a, a really a boring office job. One of the yeah. two. Anyway, he's a super smart guy, but, um, he finds it so hard to pay attention in these long meetings, right? But what yeah. he's been doing lately is, um, well, for the last sort of six, six couple of years actually, since lockdown, is he's been um, painting Warhammer models in the meetings. But right. I I often find that when I do that, like it shuts off. So I'm always like listening to a podcast or something when I'm painting models. He he, he finds that it actually really helps him concentrate in meetings um, when he's painting models in the background you know so Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be able to do that in an office atmosphere it obviously works for his personality which is a very detail oriented very kind of um smart guy who also can just c- could get incredibly bored if you're just sat there fucking staring at a screen because i think other yeah. people would get distracted like it's probably happening in this podcast right now where you guys are both like browsing something else you know paying attention to thinking about something else and people listen to this podcast right now i am just imagining your
0: friend dan furiously um playing space invaders like defending the country while he's in this this meeting you know like <laughs> uh like something like that that's what i'm doing right now well, I, I, I just I, he's in some bunker somewhere just yeah. like, like shooting down all the uh, ICBMs
1: listening to the
0: the codes I, I think
1: yeah. like Warhammer though painting Warhammer is a, is an example of something which um, I'm sure I've talked about it before but it's like this thing where you can I, I used to do it in front of the telly and then I'd look up on like season three or whatever and I'd be like oh my god that's what that guy looks like and I obviously had never actually looked even up even looked at, at him yeah. at, <laughs> for, for three seasons oh. or something And so, yeah, it's it's a but I'd followed the story like perfectly without being able to see it, like a blind person watching the telly or something. I don't know. It was it was was very. I guess because a lot of TV is so basic, right? And so formulaic. Yeah.
0: And so, Speaking of uh, basic TV, I started watching uh, Married at First Sight like, UK season right. seven. Well,
1: again, that is oh, very basic. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, why am I doing this? Well, I was thinking of talking about Lord of the Rings, the new show. Yeah, because, you go ahead. Um,
0: Wait, can I, I,
2: can I say something think. just first of all? I've got a question. I don't know if you guys yeah. can answer it or if someone can jobs. answer it. No. Is it like a
0: technical question no. to do with your computer? No. Oh. Uh,
2: if I ask the question, it'll uh, clear everything up. It, it, okay. Because
0: it, uh, you guys might. I want to guess the question first, okay, though. Okay, go, like go the, ahead. Okay, is the question related to some sort of ailment uh, no. upon your physical no. being? No. No. Um, is the question related? Is it a diet question? No. A diet related question? No. Is it? Is it to do with? Um, are you looking to acquire a piece of technology?
2: No. Would you is like it, okay, a clue?
0: Is it? Yes, please. Is it spiritual in nature?
2: No, it's not about me. Or something that oh, I right, experienced. Okay. It's something that Mrs. F experienced.
0: Is this a is a society sort of question? Uh, is not it not a okay society to question but... fart loudly on a bus no. or like so, that kind no. of no. politics? No. Is it about Liz Trust? No. <laughs> it's in the okay. it's in
2: the fields of, of the of the arts. The arts. <laughs> the oh arts. right. Okay. So we don't know anything is about it a music that. question? We don't know anything about It's that. not a music question.
0: Is it any way related to Adele? No okay
1: (laughs) how about is it is it is it about actual art i.e you know art galleries it's
2: about no i said the arts so you guys have gone straight to paintings
0: the the arts the arts arts. so think of
2: think of the things that would would creative things yeah so think of something that
1: no uh, is it is it yeah? graphic design no, related? No, no, Is it website? Uh, m- musical? No, mu- no. musical. No, but Sing, you're getting singing. closer. Uh, m- oh right, uh, mm-hmm. painting. No. no. How is no, that go closer? Back. Go back. Photography. No.
2: Uh, I said music. It- it's it- Lewis said is it a musical uh, well, and I said you're getting closer. It's it's to do with it- the theatre. The theatre. Right. The yeah. Oh.
0: Right. Well, okay. Ask the question. I don't know fuck all about the theme okay. either. Like-
2: well, that's why I wanted to ask you here so that. We gave a chance to the viewers to to answer.
0: Oh, oh right, okay, I see. This this, see. this question has them.
2: now taken five minutes to ask, but
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> yes, it it the best
2: part of this podcast <laughs> so far. A few seconds to answer. <laughs> she was at a play last night. Was much ado about nothing. It's a Shakespeare's play. Yeah, and, and there's yeah. a line in it where one of the characters, I think it's Leonata, says, "I either I will be heard, I must be heard, or I shall be heard." And when right. she said it. Several people in the audience said it at the same time, and then the audience started clicking their fingers like.
0: Maybe that, it, maybe that's just a really good poetry jam. Right, but like, why it's known that line? Circles. It was the
2: only point in the play where they did it. Almost like. It's a good line. Right, it is. It is a great line. I'm not saying it's not. But what has it been co-opted by? What movement? What group? Why are people saying that line aloud On that, in the yeah. play? Um why the finger clicking, not applauding, but finger clicking, where did that come yeah. from? Because I've been to see Shakespeare a decent amount of time and I've never seen anything like that and I've never heard of this. Um, yeah, it almost I seems saw, like a, like a, maybe like a protest thing well. or like
0: a, um, yeah. like a counterculture sort of thing. Well, like, I, uh, I Googled
2: it too. I, I must be heard or whatever the line is and and uh, couldn't find anything about it, couldn't find any references, articles, yeah. posts anywhere. So if you'd know why they do it, uh, get in touch, because I, I would really love to know. We'll get That's that in a the good mailbag. question.
0: I wish that I uh, was more cultured to be able to help out, but I'm not. I'm really, really fucking dumb That's and all right. basic. That's all right. I'm a simpleton. Sorry.
1: Well, do you have any questions that you want to throw out there, Sips, to the mailbag listeners? Like, you know, um, the mailbag? Do you...
0: I, I don't know. I don't think I really have, like, any, any deep uh burning burning questions um I, I i mean i i was on uh vacation recently and um i should have come back with like you know a lot of deep thoughts and questions and stuff but Man, I was so tired. I just, when I got back, I was like, man, I need a, like, an actual vacation now to recover from I need a vacation from
2: the vacation.
0: Oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember, I can't remember the stand-up who said it, but there was a bit where he said that um, he was trying to describe a family road trip.
2: I think it was Jerry Seinfeld. as,
0: As a vacation. And he said, once you strapped your kids into the back of the car and you closed their door... And then you take the long way around the car <laughs> yeah, to get to the yeah, driver's yeah. side. That's your vacation. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 that, it's that five seconds where nobody asks you a question or interacts with you whatsoever after you've closed the door, walked around the car. And then gotten into so the, the I, I seat. saw
2: Jerry Seinfeld say that on an episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, and he might have been referencing another comedian, right? Okay, like is it Jim Gaffigan maybe that might have said that? But either way, he, he was he was referencing right. it because he often says, you know, my favorite joke of yours is.
0: X. Oh yeah, um, that, no. That I I just think that that's such a It's so good. It's good because it's so true, yeah. as well, right? And like oftentimes the the those those jokes are 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 the best ones. But yeah, I thought that was great. I love um, I love
2: that kind of not observational comedy, but almost it, it's like relatable. Yes, but it's also it's such you. I, I think that the genius of of some really good comedians is that it's something that we've all thought, but they're yeah. the ones who put it in a funny way and said
1: it. I mean, it's like. I
0: don't even think you need to have had kids to. No, you can understand. To relate it. to yeah. that joke. It's, it's that. I think that's part of what makes it so good, too.
1: Yeah. I think in that case, like, let's, that's, that's two things you've just suggested tips there. One is favorite, like, like, bit. Let's know your favorite stand up bit. Um, yes. Because that way we can leech off their humor and enjoy it. And also, of yeah. uh, course, Jerry Seinfeld's doing that, and no one calls him on it. Let us know your favorite, um, vacation spot for sips to go on holiday
0: where, <laughs> what, you, what, what are your suggestions uh, oh man where would don't you take... suggest uh, center parks and longleaf because would you that's take all sips? that's the only place we ever seem to go <laughs> it's with, great though, with
1: but... a six month old a six f- year old and a ten year old
0: six month old Man, where the hell have you been? She's, she's like fourteen months, almost fourteen. Jeez, 14, yeah. time has. Yeah. She's tight. walking. This she year. started walking while we were on vacation. This she's, year has she's gone taken her steps so fast. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Can I just say, I've started work oh, yeah. on Jingle Jam oh, my uh, God.
1: again. I've like I've dug out the old organizational spreadsheet and blown the dust off it, and I'm like, fuck me, this is a lot of work. Um, hey,
0: listen, can I tell you uh, a story about? pre-vacation. And and another little one. I, I think I told you guys over WhatsApp about being barfed on, on the on the ferry. Oh yeah. Which was oh, not shit. which was yeah, not pleasant. Yeah. But uh but listen listen to this one. Uh this is uh this is the night before we're leaving. We had to catch the ferry the ferry left at nine o'clock in the morning and uh, because we had our car and everything we had to turn up there quite early so it was it was an early start we had to wake up at six to get ready get the car uh fastened down everything because we had like a roof rack and like it was like a proper you know we it was like a real griswold uh, moment um we got the car ready and everything so my my son who's almost 11 now uh, is really excited to go on this trip. And he's like, what time are we waking up tomorrow? And he, Because he's at that age now where he's worried about, you know, timings on things and stuff. You know, he didn't want to be late, didn't want to miss the boat and stuff. So he's, what time do we have to wake up tomorrow? He said, well, we've got to wake up at like 6, but maybe if you want, set your alarm for 5.45, you know, quarter to 6. So you have like a little bit of a head start. You have some more time to wake up and get your stuff ready, whatever. And he's like, okay. So he got this huge like uh, alarm clock that we got him when he was really little. To help him like learn how to tell the time. And it has it's like really old style. It has like the big metal ringers on the top, you know, like the wow. li- like the big metal domes and stuff. Yeah. And uh and it has like all these colorful, you know, minute-hour hands and stuff like it's that. Like a comedy cloud alarm. It's yes, yeah, yeah, huge. It's huge, like, huge tv clock, shows, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like it would okay. be around Flavor flav's neck sort of thing. It's just like <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> yeah. absurd. Anyway. So he's like, I'll go get my clock. So he comes down. He's like, okay, 5.45. And he's like, yeah, 5.45, set your alarm so you wake up and we'll have more than enough time to to get there, whatever. Okay, all right, great. So- He sets his alarm. He takes it back upstairs. He kind of, like, puts a bunch of toys in front of it and stuff. He's got his toys all set up, like, on his shelf and everything, whatever. So we were like, oh, that's cute, you know. Like, we're going on vacation. He's, like, he's super excited. So he goes to bed. The baby goes to bed. My daughter is in bed. Uh, We we watched a bit of TV. Got some more stuff ready or whatever. The clock strikes midnight and... It sounds like a fucking fire alarm is going off in our house, but like an old school one, like one that would you'd hear like at your school, you know, the metal ringing. Okay. <laughs> so he set his alarm clock for midnight, oh, of no. course. Uh, so this thing midnight. is going off and it's so fucking loud. Like it is so fucking loud. My wife turns to me. She's like, it's the fucking alarm. Like, go turn it off. You know, the baby's upstairs sleeping. My daughter's upstairs sleeping. So I, I run up so fast. Get to the alarm clock, it's buried under all these fucking toys. Cause he set it all up on his shelf or whatever. But there's no movement. Like he's not moving. Uh like the baby's still asleep. My daughter's still asleep. I'm fumbling around with this alarm clock, turning it off, whatever. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, turn it off. And then it, it like clicked again and it was like threatening to go. So I was like fumbling around with it a little bit more. And then I notice in the corner of my eye that my my son is like starting to stir. It's like, oh shit. I think it's like woken him up or whatever. So I'm looking on the back of this thing, trying to like make sure I turn it off or whatever. I turn around. <laughs> my son, my son is sitting up in bed, like waving his arms, like you know, like those fucking uh, you know those things outside like a like a the used wavy car man. Lo- the wavy There's man. He he's like that, with the same smile on his face and everything, like he's excited, he thinks it's five forty-five in the morning. Oh, and <laughs> no. it's time to go on vacation like no go back to bed it's not time you didn't set your <laughs> alarm right it's midnight go back to bed like oh uh, fuck me it was so funny and uh, oh my god nobody else woke up luckily i got downstairs and i was crying from laughing for like 10 solid minutes it was unbelievable fuck me it was so funny oh that's was great. just just that fit the look on his face just- <laughs> Just the sheer—he was asleep still though, because I—I told him about the next day. He's like, "I don't remember any of that. Like, I don't remember—I don't remember waking up or whatever." So he's still asleep with he his must massive. Must fully asleep.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, dreaming about waking me, up because I, I, that's the thing that
1: you can very much do is uh, in your—you know—dreaming yeah. about things you're excited about doing the next day, and yeah. then you wake up and you're like, "Oh shit, I've still got to do them." Or the opposite, yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, that's a great, that's great. It was funny, it was good. Did you
1: ever? So yeah, the other thing you texted us about was you got the ferry over for some obscure fucking reason with a. Well, we
0: wanted to have our own car because we had the baby seat. We had a lot of luggage. Like we were gone for a full week. So it was like, you know, we just wanted to make sure that we had like all the the comforts like we we took like the baby's still like having like formula like we're like we're weaning her, so it was good that we could take like our bottle maker and shit like that, and it was just we we kind of needed, but it meant that we had to take a ferry for four hours as well, which yeah. was okay for the first couple of hours but once you get really into the channel and the and and the water gets choppy man everybody was feeling it like it, except for me i don't get seasick somehow i get car sick but not seasick everybody else is not feeling too good and so i'm pacing around with the with the baby because she's like really unsettled and uh And then she just barfed everywhere, like multiple times. (laughs) Like it was all over me. It was all over the floor. Uh, Some random dad from the boat just appeared out of nowhere with... Paper towels oh, and was God like wiping me much. down. I know, man. There are there really are some nice people out there. You, you 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 tend to forget, but there there are some decent people that still exist. You just have to have a baby puke. Did on he lean you into too. you
2: while he was wiping the silk off and say, "I have a tiny penis"? <laughs> oh, no, I
0: got this. Please. No, he did not. Uh, but on on that uh, subject, because. I feel like uh, like an old washed up YouTuber and stuff, you know, like I've been around for a long time. Holy crap, like multiple times per day, every day I was away, I bumped into people who recognize me, like in, in center parks and in and around center parks, like Longleat and stuff too. It's crazy. Like, I, I don't know, I, I, I don't know how, but it just, Do it still happens. Do you think it's happens.
2: because like the, the the sort of big Yogscast Minecraft era was, yeah. was about, ten years ago now, I guess. I right? suppose when yeah. you guys were like blowing up YouTube and first channel to get to a billion viewers in the UK and all this kind of stuff. Those yeah. people are now at the age where they're starting to have kids and go on these family holidays and stuff like that. And so they're like, oh shit, it sips. I wonder if it's that.
0: Yeah, maybe. But I think, um yeah, yeah. surprise. Like it it's weird. Sometimes I, I'll go somewhere and nothing, you know, and you're just like, oh, whatever, like, I don't even think about it. And then other times I'll go somewhere and it's constant. And this this trip was like that. It was like every day. There was well, you did like, say you it's like, it's go there nice. on holiday yeah. all the
2: time. So, maybe people book their holiday maybe, there, maybe
0: people know. hoping yeah. to bump maybe into yeah. Maybe they're trying you. to sync up, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to... Geez, jeez, honey, yeah. let's go
2: to center parks and buy see so oh God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess
1: it, you are right. Like, like it. I uh, you don't know if you normally like it doesn't happen often enough for you to even think about it, right? But then occasionally someone will bump into me and say, "Oh hi," and then I'll be like a little bit anxious for a couple of hours because yeah, because you're like, a little who, more aware of it. I'm a little bit more aware that people about might, it, right? might recognize me, you know. And then I go back to normal. Just I don't care again, you know. Like yeah. sometimes, for example, like um, I've just. I'm like wearing like a really dirty old tracksuit or something like this, and I'll go out and I'll go to the sh- get the shopping, and someone will recognise me. I'll be like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like I didn't expect this. I yeah. forgot that people might recognise me and um, want to take a picture. And I'm like, "Oh no!" I well, like,
0: oh, I, mean, uh, I mean, you know, you get clocked in the uh, subtropical swimming paradise changing room when you're uh, in your bathing suit and you're letting it all hang out. That's uh, that's that that's what happens. That's an interesting one. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> 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 Uh, what can sub-tropical you do? <laughs> some Subtropical paradise. Subtropical swimming paradise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, In the man. UK, so I mean, it's definitely, yeah. definitely subtropical. By the no, way, it's, I mean uh, the water's like uh, twenty-nine degrees constantly. It's like, raining it's...
2: again here, by the way. Holy shit! It's rained every day for like a week now.
0: I know. Yeah,
1: we're, we're yeah. owed it though, Pflax. You know. I know. it like, been had, a dry summer.
2: We had some thunderstorms. Uh, this week
0: and man, we had a quick one yesterday, and I think lightning actually struck like uh, close to where we were in town. It sounded like a bomb. Oh, it's so dropping. loud! Yeah, it was immediate too. You know, sometimes you see the flash and then seconds yeah, yeah. later you'll hear the rumble. This was just like all at the same time. It's like crazy. Immediately. It was it's crazy. crazy.
2: But I uh, I heard some um well when the uh, when the lightning was was going on, there was a bolt quite near us, and then because I guess London's built up, you know, it's got a lot of big buildings around. You could hear it echoing, no word of a lie, for about 30 seconds. I was listening, you could hear that thunder rolling across the landscape and bouncing back from all these buildings and stuff like that. Because obviously London is fairly flat. There's not yeah. a big hill for it to get lost in. So it just kind of rebounds off and you can hear it coming back at you from miles around. It was like, holy shit. Yeah. It was very
0: apocalyptic. Yeah, that's cool. Yes. Yeah, I always worry, nature, you know, isn't... I
2: always stare at the lightning storm out the window and I always think... What if I got hit? Like, there's not that many things that are that tall around here. Question for anyone out there that knows anything about lightning, Um, and you know, I want an expert here. All right, I want an actual a guy who's called like Lightning McGee or something like that. He's you know an expert, someone with a PhD or something. Does the lightning always hit the highest point? Or does it sometimes get lazy and go down a few feet? Because I'm at the top of the house. Would it go, you know what? That guy will do. He's mostly water anyway. That sounds like a good idea. Better than just hitting the roof. So if the roof is not its first choice, will it come down and hit me in a window looking out?
0: That's See, like, I don't know. My only experience with like, any of this stuff mm. is watching uh, Rescue 911 with William Shatner as the as the host. Never and, heard of it. Um, and somebody somebody got struck by lightning while they were standing under a tree. Oh well, and, but that's uh, silly because the, the, it, it hits
2: the tree, and then as yeah. it comes down the tree, it blasts. And it it, splits, I think you can get caught. Cool, right? Yeah. It splits
0: the 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 tree in half and splinters it out.
2: Right. But that everybody knows surely not to stand under a tree in a in a thunderstorm. I mean that's like one of the worst things you can do, as I understand it.
0: I well, I think they just didn't have a choice. I think they were just in a field and there happened to be a tree, so they naturally just went there for some shelter. Right. But what I'm saying is, don't do that. No, but you just have to get wet. Right.
2: the The answer is not well. I didn't have a choice. Just don't go under the tree. I mean, you
0: absolutely cannot. I, I guess so. But when you're in that situation, I can see how it could happen. Happen, so, even right?
2: knowing that you shouldn't, you, you would consider still doing it? Well, I don't think I would think well, about it that
0: much. If it was really pouring and I saw a tree, don't I would go just under think, oh, there's probably, I'm probably not going to get struck by lightning, Ooh. I'm just going to run and shelter under that tree.
1: No. No, no, no. no. I, I think a lot of people get struck by lightning or golfing. Yeah, but you're holding
0: um, a bit of metal and you're in the middle of the hold field. Their, when they hold the club up. Is, Is that what you mean? No, I don't think
1: so. I think it's more the fact that it's very, very flat. There's no trees. And so you are the highest point, even though you're just a little bit above the surface. Do you see what I mean?
0: Do you think anybody's ever been on the green and they've held their club up in the air and it got struck by lightning? And it supercharged them and they're like, (laughs) watch this park! Boom. <laughs> they, boom! Like laser accuracy. Right. What was it?
2: Was it Every, everybody's golf, that old golf game, where you could, if you hit the ball with the timing just right, the, the club froze as it struck the ball and there was this huge power spike and like a big glowy thing? And then it would shoot off the end of the club like a laser. Did beam.
0: your uh, did your friend's dad ever have the PC game Lynx Golf? Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's an old the one. The
2: best thing about it was that if you played a shot, it had to load in the next point where you were playing from line by line <laughs> on the screen. So it would load it in like loading in line by line by line because it couldn't just go there's just there's the screen. It was so complicated that it for and the processing was so weak that it would have to load it in line by line. And if you turned, it had to redraw it so it was so slow to play it was unbearable
0: oh man
2: young man if i could just what is it? slide my goiter to the other side <laughs> so i can look you in the eye okay i've heard about something called honey now not the kind <laughs> that bees make honey. but another kind of honey
1: so do do go ahead and tell me all about it young man would you please what Honey is a, a it's a digital uh, tool. It's free. Shop is it free? You can just store it on your browser. Uh, imagine you're shopping at one of your favourite sites. Yes. Uh, what
0: would that be? Oh, uh, giant uh, megadildos.com. That be I love That would be my
1: favourite. I call it the triple D. It's donkey <laughs> Well, when you when you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do <laughs> is click Apply Coupons. Uh, Honey will automatically search for discounts, and if it finds a working coupon. You will save money. I notice it every week, for real. I reckon I must have saved, like, at least 150 quid using honey (laughs) over the course of the last few months. So it definitely definitely does work. Um, I recommend it. Uh, If you don't already have honey, you could straight up be missing out. And uh, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting the show by getting honey for free at joinhoney.com slash triforce joinhoney.com Slash Triforce. Forget about your old coupon book. My coupon Franny book? P-flax. You could use a digital I, version. I,
2: I love, I stash it under my goiter.
1: <laughs> God, I hope you get it better. Yeah. You should have that looked at. I, I,
2: when we started doing this bit, I didn't have the goiter. I didn't
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Uh, when you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? Of course I do. You know what random passers-by looking in on
0: you. Well. So why would you let people watch you when you're online? Good God. That's right. you ever seen those bathrooms, like, in those, uh, those swanky Vegas hotels that have, like, the glass? You can, like, look right into them? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Instead, if you press the button, it'll put a little f- frosting filter on, and, uh, that's what... ExpressVPN is like, you can oh, still it in there, mm. but uh, no one will be able to see yeah. what you're doing. So you all might of a sudden anything. it's
0: like somebody's watching you, but it's The Sims and you've been uh, censored out. You've been,
1: you've been pixelated yes. out, you've been you've blurred. Been pixelated yeah. up. So uh, if you're like me and believe that your online activity should stay private and be your business, uh, you can secure yourself now with expressvpn.com slash Triforce today. It's our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Triforce. You get an extra three months free. You should definitely be using a VPN uh, for all of your online browsing needs. You can change your country. You can do all sorts of stuff. It works on on my phone and my iPad. I use it when I'm in hotels and stuff. I recommend it. So, yes, happy to have ExpressVPN as a sponsor. Thank you for coming back. Um, Obviously, you guys like it as well. So, yes, expressvpn.com
0: slash Triforce. Thank you. On with the show. My friend's dad had some pretty cool games. He had this one game called Castles. I don't know if you've ever um, bell, heard of actually. it. It rings a bell, actually. It had really cool music, and you just had to get your 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 men to build castle walls I and stuff like game. that. I know this game. Yeah, yeah. Interplay. 1991. 1991 Interplay. Well,
2: what a classic game. Love he used this to, game.
0: He used to play a game called Steel Panthers, which yeah, was like a World I, I still War II play that. tank. Yeah, he they they, they used keep to play making that. new
2: ones, and Panzer Core and all the rest of those. Yeah, they're like it's a turn-based tile game. SSI yeah. used to make all of these games. That's
0: right, yeah. Fantasy he used General to play all, all of, of those. Oh, yeah. proper
2: war gaming. Yeah, I loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah. He used to play this, like, Civil War one. I can't remember the name of it. Space Rangers he used to play yeah. as well. Yeah,
2: with the Civil War one, wonder wow. if that would have been Sid Meier's Civil War game.
0: No, it wasn't Sid Meier's. It, this was, it, this would have been around the same time, 90, 91 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but he that, did have um, colonization though, and Civ, Civ 1 he right, had Right, but, as but well. Sid
2: Meier made a lot of games in the 90s. Yeah. And one of the ones he made was a Civil, Civil War, War game. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to have a look then. at
0: it. Because that maybe. was
2: Microprose, who I thought.
0: Microprose, yeah, that's right. Right? But Microprose, Microprose has. is still now going. It? No, no, no. They're they still are going. Really? Yeah, Holy they're shit. still
2: making games. They I might have Inter- been
0: rebought. Or Interplay published the first Fallout game, did they not? Was it Interplay? Interplay that's were sure. pretty big back in the uh, in the early 90s, but they, they have also vanished.
2: So there was Sid Meier's Gettysburg. Which came out in 1997. Yeah. So it could have been that. Yeah. What is that American Civil War? Yeah, yeah. Gettysburg. For anyone out there who wants a really good Civil War game that's a lot of fun to play, Ultimate General Civil War. It is superb. It is so much fun. I've played it through multiple times. I have 326 hours in this game. I love it.
0: Holy shit. Ultimate yeah. The original Super colonization World. was really oh, nice my too. God. Sid Meier's I, yeah. colonization. We used to play that a I lot. Got that but on, like, on again, jog. it was my friend's dad who had it, but right. we just saw him playing it because he was one of those guys like he'd come home from work and he would kick us off the computer. We used to play Monkey Island and Day of the Tentacle and Wing Commander, all those games. But then when he got home from work, he was like, off. So we we had to get off. (laughs) And he would sit there smoking cigarettes, playing all these war games and stuff. But because we were like, you know, nine, ten-year-old kids, we were obsessed. We just wanted to get back on. So we would sit there watching him play all these games, waiting for him to finish up. You know, go off and make dinner, or whatever, so that we could get back on. So we would just watch and play fucking Steel Panthers. The and, original Let's Plays
2: were <laughs> watching someone else, watching play someone's
0: game. dad play yeah. games. What yeah. actual dads? Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Well, I was the same with my friends who were a bit older than me at school, and you know, I would go around and watch them play um XCOM and Civ yeah. and Colonization. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I got into. Got into gaming in the first place. Yes, same um, as
0: more PC. Like I I had consoles, but PC gaming was when I was really interested in in gaming. And it was always from, it it was always other people's uh, dads that had all these games and stuff, right? That we would just load up and, and play. Like one of my friends, his dad had all the Leisure Suit Larry games. And we, like, we weren't really supposed to play them, and I don't know if you remember the old Leisure Suit Larry games, but they, they had the uh, the age verification yeah, thing yeah, at the yeah. start, which was obscure, like, 50s and 60s references, About like, uh, general like knowledge questions, and shit. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. So you, you, it was like you'd playing figure them Trivial all out, pursuit. guess them. It was like yeah. playing
2: an old edition of Trivial Pursuit that your parents know all the answers to, and you're like, who the yeah. fuck is this guy?
0: What? Yeah but then from playing the leisure suit Larry games we we got into playing Space Quest, King's Quest. Like uh, it was there a lot of these games would lead into like other games that we yeah. would, we'd try to pick up and play and stuff.
2: And Wing Commander was really hyped back in the day. It was
0: fucking so good, man. Wing Commander 2 especially. Like again, we were 10-year-old kids so we would arrange like his mom had like a work from home office. She was like a she was a, a stay at home mom, but she was a, also an accountant. So during like the like you know tax time, like April or whatever, she would do. Uh, she had like a home business sort of thing. But mm. so she had this office, and but we had all these chairs and stuff in it, and we would arrange them like the cockpit of a. <laughs> Of, like, the, the spaceship, and we would, like, role play and pretend we were, like, ejecting and stuff like that. Fuck, it was so much fun. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're yeah. like 10, right? You just, so, Wing stuff. Commander, Wing Commander,
2: happening. of course, to take us back to the start of this episode, Chris fucking Robert.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Wing Commander. It was a good one. We, we used to play a lot of Wing Commander. We we tried to get the one with Mark Hamill in it. I think it was Wing Commander 3 or 4. The, yeah, fir- the he one was that in came it. out yeah. on, on CD-ROM. But man, it would never work. Like there was all these driver issues. Oh, and sometimes we'd to... get it working and it would just be really choppy and you stuff. You remember you'd like...
2: have to have a different boot disk yes. for certain games. So yeah. you'd have to boot the system... With this boot disk in, because it allocated memory in the right way and yeah. loaded in this, that, and the other, and you, you'd have to sometimes have special, like you'd have to load in the drivers for your fucking keyboard and mouse and shit yeah. like that.
0: It was nuts, man. We loved all the uh, the Lucasarts point and click adventure games too, like Monkey Island, Day of the Tentacle, So Tent, ex- local, here's the full thing: uh, I never, I
2: never got into point and clicks because the issue I had is, for a start. It's a fixed game. you play it yeah. one time and it's done, and games yeah. were expensive for kids, right? It's like holy yeah, shit yeah. The other well that was like is- he
0: would get he would get that for Christmas, you know right. Like, I remember he got Monkey Island Two for Christmas we were we were we were little kids, but we were really excited too of course um, and then for the whole Christmas break every day, I'd just go to his house and we'd just play play through Monkey Island Two, try to figure it out and stuff but, but- that's
2: the thing is essentially it all boils down to clicking on everything on the screen. I mean, yeah, a- attempting to use everything in your possession with everything else in your possession, and yeah. using that with everything because some of the puzzles are so fucking bad, man.
0: Right, game, yeah. The the puzzles and the the gameplay itself aren't great. Usually, like the story is is. It's yeah, pretty yeah. bearable, pretty funny. There's some funny jokes in there, or whatever. But then, but also, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it just depends where you're at at the time. Like, it's like subjective, right? Like, your age, all that kind of stuff, you know? Like, that, those are, those are, those are just like mega nostalgia for me because we, we always look forward to new, those kinds of games of coming out because we just worked through them together and it was it was good fun. I remember the the last one we got was The Dig. You remember that one? The yeah, Dig. Yeah, I think yeah. Spielberg had some part in it or whatever. I think he but did, we yeah. were like 17, 18 when it came out, I I I think. So it was like a little bit different, you know, like we were kids when the Monkey Island games were coming out. We were super excited for them and we kind of tried to relive that excitement through The Dig, but we went to like a party and drank, and I had the dig like in my backpack. We're like, oh, "You want to go home and play the dig?" And it's oh like, my god! Oh, I guess so. I'm kind of drunk. All right, let's go. And like, you know, it was it it was all a little bit different, but no, it was still still good times. You know, it's
1: so great point and clicks these yeah. days. They really are. Um, yeah, there's some. New, there's yeah, some... there's
0: there's there's been some some good ones. There's a new Monkey Island coming out like next week, nineteenth. There's a, a brand new Monkey Island coming out by the, the yeah. by most of the team that made the original games. So could be good, could be bad. Who yeah. knows?
1: Wad- Wadget Eye Games. Yes. They make a couple of really. They've got really good some good ones. ones yeah. So, yeah. Una- Unavowed is one of my favorite yeah. games. Actually, in the last few years, yeah. I really, really recommend it. They're not like it's they're not like gamer book. games, but, it, but they're just play.
0: nice like experiences. Right? You just you just fumble your way through them, and it's just whatever. You know.
1: It's it's kind of like a. A visual novely yeah. thing mixed with a bit of puzzle, mixed with just like a bit of you know, it's it's a game, it's yeah. a game though, right? Um, and Thimbleweed yeah, Thimble Park was it's another not one so you that you come came back up, to again and, again and again. But it's, it's a one and done experience, but it's still a good yeah. experience. You guys, if you guys,
2: um, um, you know, when when I think about the '90s and games, I think there were so many games that they did they did the best they could with the technology that they had, and yeah. they they were amazing. But when I think about sort of now, games are so much more like technically unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, but but a lot of the ideas that they have came in that era. I think in the '90s when gaming really came to the fore. And I wasn't. This was. This was before graphics cards really became a thing. Because I feel that yeah. was towards the end of the 90s, the start of it the 2000s, was. right? It was.
0: Monster 3D and all that kind of stuff yeah. was towards the end of the 90s, but so, for sure.
2: There was a guy that worked at Valve. He was the guy that did the VR stuff. That was what I knew him for, um, called Doug Church. And right. Doug Church... Let me give you a list of the games that, that he worked on, okay? Ultima Underworld, which and Ultima Underworld 2, which at the time, if you looked them up, they, there was nothing liked them. Like, any kind of 3D dungeon-y game, any kind of 3D fantasy game, this was, like, the start of all of that. And they were unbelievable for the time. Unbelievable. And then he made System Shock, which yeah. was one of my favorite games of all time.
0: That's oh, it's a classic. I've never played it, but I... It's so it, good. It's still banded about as being, like, a... It's amazing. You
1: played, have you played Prey? Yes, I, 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 I did. I played yeah. Prey.
0: I couldn't get into it. I it didn't it like wasn't...
1: It, it, it
2: didn't quite have the same... Claustrophobic terror, the system shock did. They were going to
1: call Prey like Neuroshock or something like that instead, but but Bethesda wanted it to be called Prey, and it did it did sort of badly as a result. But no, I thought Prey was I thought was it brilliant. was all right. Yeah. A lot of
0: people really rate Prey. I couldn't get into it. I just but didn't so really... He
2: also did Terra no- Terra
1: Nova Strike
2: Force Centauri. If you look it up, it was basically like Starship Troopers, the book, but as a game. Um, and you flew around in these giant suits and had to fucking blow shit up. Thief the Dark Project. System Shock 2, Thief 2, Deus Ex, Deus Ex Invisible wow. War, these are all fantastic, and then games, CSGO. Yeah. Like, the guy wow. worked on an unbelievable wow. pantheon of games. He's a really lovely guy. But I just, like, holy shit, like, those games seem so legendary to me. Yeah. And a lot of the things that they did, if you try to go back and play them, we were talking about this the other day, actually, just me and the guys on my Discord. But a lot of games, when you get nostalgic for them, you go back, And you don't realize how much gaming has evolved in the last 20 years, 30 years to just add shit in that you're like, if you go back and play these older games, you're like, oh my God, it's fucking... No quick save. no you know, it's like what is yeah. that?
0: It's like, <laughs> a lot of like the replayability things. feels limited, too. but at the time you would you would replay the shit out of these yeah. games because like you said, they were expensive. you didn't you didn't get games on tap like you do now, right? Like you yeah. could buy like f- but, you but, know but, fifty games in a day for like a, a pound each or this, whatever. And
1: this is the thing we, we are flooded, but at the same time, we have this wonderful indie seed going on where you can still get like a, a pretty shit basic game that is takes the world by storm like look at vampire survivors or some of this whole genre oh, that's evolved man, yeah. out very quickly which is very old school in design it is, yeah vampire but, you know survivors, already fantastic. spawned tons of, oh
0: man i love like,
1: it. like little clones and stuff you know it's a two quid game but you know it's it's so playable um and so basic Mm -hmm. like so so there is still room for uh, for for creativity and originality i just i just think that
2: a lot of the the time that is spent um and this is why i think a lot of the times in indie scenes you see the most innovation is because if you're making a triple a game the expectations that people have for The sound, the graphics, the length of the game, the campaign. means that you have to spend so much time and energy on that that you don't really have time to come up with new mechanics in games and really original and new things. I mean, if you think about Half-Life 2, that game was not developed in a hurry. No. It was like love and care and time and a lot of brilliant people working on it given space and time to work. I think a lot of the time games now, the bigger they get, the more of a rush there is to get them out. Because it's so, yeah. Think how much money you have to spend just getting it all to look modern enough that people are going to pay 60 quid for it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it must be crushing. I mean, Cyberpunk, yeah. we were talking about Cyberpunk. That's a, that's a good example of a game that people wanted so much from it. They promised all this stuff. And I think when they got into it, they realized that it's incredibly hard. Like having a, what feels like a living city of that scale is almost impossible even now, and by mm-hmm. a major developer to be done well because it was terrible. But um, the whole
0: lead up to the game releasing, with like the um, the 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 work hours that people had to put in, oh and, crazy, and all that kind of stuff. It, it's just insane, right? Like I just think. But- they're Would under we, a lot we, of pressure because it costs a lot of money to, to make it's the game. Just
2: making it is millions, And a lot yeah. of it is
0: unlocked once the game is, 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 is out, right? Like, people get their money back when the game starts selling. So, right. there's, there's always a lot of pressure, All that pressure. to push something out, out the door. But, but I, on, I, something on that scale, it's incredible that anything gets made. Like but So,
2: don't you think that perhaps the desire that people have for an open world game like Cyberpunk... If you made it more on rails and just focused on it being a really good single player game with good locations and good everything, you could actually deliver. Because if you look mm-hmm. at Grand Theft Auto, it manages to deliver on an open world with missions and quests. Still has some bugs and stuff like that, but it delivers and I feel like Red Dead Redemption 2 delivered. And- but
0: I mean, GTA 5 and Red Dead 2 are, are, are big time outliers. Like they're both... Masterpieces. These games like, took five years to make. Incredible. By but Cyberpunk incredible cost games. a fortune as incredible. well. How long did
1: Cyberpunk take? You're, to you're make?
0: not wrong. Cyberpunk
1: did, but I think that Cyberpunk hadn't made a game. I mean, they had made The Witcher Three, which was that a, a real masterpiece. But i think they i think they just bit off more than they could chew even the witcher took took longer than they thought it would it didn't it wasn't perfect when it was released it took time to make it good and like it was real crunch heavy like they really the people who made it like said that oh my god they they almost died making that game yeah and almost i think those people were just like i'm not going to do that again um they almost even though you're making it in poland mm. Um, so it and cost with, $313 with harsh...
2: million dollars to develop oh. uh, And it started in 2016 And it came out in 2021 Maybe yeah. 2020 yeah. So they, they spent all that money on it I just think I don't, that... I'm
1: just not trying to make excuses No, no, they, no They obviously
0: uh, They must have had Alan Sugar in charge <laughs> Do you think he laid on a swanky booze cruise for all the devs that were We'd working on? on a- no, we laid on some borscht and some vodka for yeah. you. <laughs>
1: uh, you guys are going to stay overnight. We'll finish this game. Have it wrapped up by morning. All right, let's do for it. That's, that was his like, bullshit management style. I, think that I just was, think, it, I think if that they reined in, right? rather
2: than say it's going to do everything, if you just reined it in a bit and just said this is what, It's gonna be. It's gonna be a a set in the future. It's gonna be cyberpunk, you know. But but just just focus on making the expectations
0: now are so high though, especially from a big a big studio. Like if it's a AAA game with a big studio with lots of money behind it, people want everything. They want it all. They're they're not gonna settle for an early access. Here's the bare bones. uh, Join us on our journey for the next ten years while we get to release or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's
2: right. But it, people if, for example, will take if, that it,
0: for certain things, but not for something like But if, if they Plunk, made no something way.
2: like Half-Life 3, right, which I'm sure they never will, but let's imagine if they did, you wouldn't need it to be some vast open world thing where the way you affect one faction affects the game world and all this kind of shit. I yeah. think at, the, at its core, people still want a single player experience that is fun to play through, that is challenging. Uh, I mean, Elden Ring is a good example of that, right? It's a game that has a semi-open world and that you can go where you want, but much of it is locked off to you. You can't go there until you do this. You can't go here until you do that. It's divided into realms. Sure, but the the,
0: the counterpoint to that is that, say the Half-Life franchise, for example, you've got Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, which are that, right? They're really fine-tuned, good single-player experiences, right? So for a franchise to uh, evolve past that, they'd have to add more stuff to 3, right? Uh, we'll just have it's a just really a, fucking good game. More of the same, yeah. It, it, and it well, would be uh, it would be a good game, but it wouldn't be um, as as good as it could be, right? Because the the idea is that the first one was was good, it was a su- success. The second one was good, it was an enormous success. So the third one should be good and like just a out of the park success, right? With more bells and whistles, like a, like. But it has to grow?
2: But do you think that those bells and whistles automatically means it has to be open world, because that's how we feel not, all these games Not necessarily
0: go. open world, but it would have to introduce some new stuff. Otherwise, it, it risks being just the same, and then oh, no, it'll it, get reviewed 100%. as such as well, oh, right? right? So like, it
2: absolutely, but, but my point is that if you scale up to promising the fucking moon and saying, like, sure. oh, it's all open world, and there's cars, and there's this, and there's all this, and you can't deliver on that, there's no point, because you, you're not going to have the time and energy to actually no. make the game good, Make the game good, like design a really good game. And then if you suddenly realize, you know what, we could expand this out a bit, then I think as part of your design you could do that. But they sometimes set out for this grand thing and they never well, they, there's no focus.
0: Sometimes they set out for something and that just changes halfway through, you know, like you, you if you if you go back and you look at some of the the great games, you know, the classic games, they started life as something completely different to what they ended up as because well, like, especially especially when something takes a very long time to work uh, on, like say like five years or whatever, your team could change. You also, you're, you're also, you're, um, also dealing with designers who are designing a game at the start based on the stuff that they're playing. And then that changes halfway through, right? So they might get up to a point with the system and they might be like, this isn't going to be fun. This isn't going to be engaging. We didn't plan this out properly. Also, I've been playing this game and it's awesome and we should... Crowbar this in somehow, so it that sounds changes like the, all the Blizzard throughout.
2: System. What was that game that Blizzard were making for years and then binned?
0: Um, they they were making a point and click Warcraft game at one point. No, it was like some binned.
2: grand thing. I can't remember what it. Was I think called. it was meant to be. Uh, it was right.
0: Overwatch in its first. The the idea for Overwatch originally was a big, uh, MMO like sim style life lifestyle, but you were a superhero that went out and did missions at night or something like that. But then you'd come back and just be a regular person during the day. But the, the scale and scope of it was enormous. And then in right. the end, they were just like, oh, let's just make a shooter. Like, right. it, it's, it, I mean, but that happens all the time. It's, that's not just a-, a Project Titan. That's not just a blizzard yeah. thing, you know, like-
1: Starcraft Ghost. Yeah. I mean, th- th- I think when you're, a, when you're a big guy, when you're an Alan Sugar and you're like, I've oh, got, got all these guys who are really smart. They're going to make me a game. All right, make me a game. It's like this doesn't really work like that in a in a sense like it has to be it has to come from an idea some of the best best games are from one guy's vision or one guy's clever plan not necessarily something that a studio who've got coders lying around yeah. need to come up with you know I, I feel like this is why game designers are a strange beast you know you have you have obviously people like uh, Hideo Kojima who are f- famous for creating these weird ideas um and weird things he's like he's almost like an auteur you yeah. know, like it's kind of bizarrely associated with the games he's made um and almost like people see that as some sort of seal of approval as well like certain people like rav's will only will, will play anything he's made yeah. because or been involved with because he just finds it so genre breaking yeah you know you I mean, think you, you, you think both, sid sure, Myers has holds that
0: weight as well Oh, if it's Sid C- Meier's made it, I'm in. <laughs>
1: I'm, I I'm buying in day, it. <laughs> I, absolutely, I think that he yeah. did, and I think that it obviously changed as he changed and games changed, and his his name got sold to a big faceless corporation kind of yeah. thing. I I think that it's 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 a thing that games are, look. I think there's so so much out there now, right? From story-based games to open-world games to horror and short experiences, visual novels, porn games, whatever oh, you want. yeah, there's now we're talking something <laughs> out there, right? Like Steam's full of all of it, and um, and I think that there's a lot of genre crossovers. A lot of people try and try and do experimental stuff, and they get quite a long way down the road before they realize that it doesn't work, yeah. and that's really sad. Um, and I think in a sense you know, nowadays with, with all of these unity and all these engines, it's, it's the thing that I'm told that is, is something to do is fail quickly. Um, in, if you're going to make a game, mm. like f- just don't, you know, make a, make I a, make that. a game jam demo and see if it, see if it fucking sucks another, and another thing um, or if it's great.
2: Well, you want me like, to fail quickly? I'll be, I'm there. Fail, if I'm you there. look back at a yeah. lot
0: of these, these big games and that have come out, um, I remember reading about the guys that made Angry Birds, for example. I mean, wh- sure. whether you like it or not, is, is it doesn't matter. It was, it's a big, it, it's now a, a big IP. It was a big, big game. Uh, a mobile, they've got arcade games, movies, everything now, right? But these guys made like 30 games before that, that right. went nowhere, that did nothing. They were just not good, abandoned, nobody was interested. Some of them were published, they didn't sell. You know what I mean? Like they've got a whole raft of experiences behind them and then angry birds for whatever reason right place right time had the right ingredients hit and it was huge a lot
1: a lot of people a lot of these big publishers now um are publishing indie games with some sort of underground wing like square enix have done it frontier paradox have got like um an indie wing where they've got people hunting for indie games and they well we'll put them under their you know, under their expertise and their marketing, and 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 also like almost under their reputation, and these games that would otherwise have potentially just either not got any recognition at all or fallen by the wayside are now are now couched under these 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 guys. But I think the problem is these studios have such high expectations. When you look at companies like Frontier, yeah, and Paradox. Paradox have fucking every game like Stellaris, City Skylines, all these games are massive mega hits. They get incredibly disappointed when a, I, 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 I would imagine um, when a game sells only a hundred thousand copies. Yeah. You know, but to an indie dev, that's a massive. Oh success. hell yeah. but To Paradox, that's a failure. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, or to, to other two other games developed, uh, not necessarily Paradox, but I can imagine that that they're mindset is definitely like based on their previous titles right yeah. and, and every game that paradox has done i think at that size though performance is
0: it, it matters right because they have people investing big hit like constantly yeah. so they need to appeal to those people and they need to be able to turn around to them and say well the last game we made sold this much so come on where's your money you know so if if they yeah. have disappointing sales that is a problem for sure because People will lose. I just faith can't and imagine not, being not want in charge to do of that. Angry Birds,
1: right? Because Angry Birds was such a huge thing, and just trying to, or, or even like classically Minecraft, right? Like Notch, the idea mm-hmm. that you have to create something else afterwards, or you have to follow it somehow. But in reality, you don't now. Like look at someone like Terraria, the dev of Terraria. Has done it. Is so, his name Steve Terraria? What's his name? God, I should know because <laughs> he's really famous. Bill Terraria. Nice I mean, yeah. there
2: are there, de- um, there are devs who just they get the game, it does well, and they just stick with it. Um, yeah, I mean, well, absolutely. That's what Terraria have done. Right. So it's it's been RimWorld. Out 10 years, the guy's doing that for ten years. I still think. Making, I don't think he is yeah, now, still though. Still making I, the same game. I think game. he's
0: moved on. And oh, I think really? The Prison Architect people. Yeah, I think it, I don't think that happens as much as people think. I think um, I think when you when when you're somebody who likes to create uh, games and stuff like that it runs its course right like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the among us guys were like that too Among us funnily enough got popular three years after they, just <laughs> stop development on right. it. They released this game. It didn't do too good or whatever, but then found uh, its popularity much later on. I think just from people streaming it or whatever. But now it's huge now. Like it's, it, it's maybe it's not huge on Twitch, but man, go to a toy store. There's fucking oh. Among Us merch everywhere. It's, everywhere. Like, it's yeah, insane. Yeah. Like they must have made so much money off of it. But even like even the devs are just like, well, we're we're past this. Like right, right. it's great that it's become popular, but we've we've worked on like three other things since, you know, like we're, we don't want to work <laughs> on this now. Well, yeah. understandably too, you know, like you are on to you're onto the new the new thing that you want to and work on. It has on. to
1: be driven by some degree of passion. Yeah. Right. It has to because otherwise it's just not gonna be very good. Yeah. Like you have to have people you have to find if my advice to them would be don't even bother trying to do it yourselves. It would have been like get some people who are really passionate about the game, find some devs who want to take up the mantle of making this game to the next, yeah. you know, taking it to the next level, making the improving it, tweaking it, adding new roles, adding new maps. Like that's what I would have done, yeah, Um, and and do it quickly as well to capitalize on the success. But I think it's, yeah. It's, it's, at the end of the it, day it's up to them what they want to do it's their game after well they're just end. a small
0: team too like i think there's only three of them so it's and like I think maybe they're happy with that yeah, i'm sure and, they are now know, yeah gosh i've got
1: a lot of respect for 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 the terraria guys though for their sort of attitude which has very much been like you know you pay one price you get the game and you know we're going to keep giving you free stuff Even, um, you know all, all the all the way i think minecraft has definitely changed a lot since it's been bought, you know. Now you can just you can buy a Spider Man costume pack and all yeah, this yeah. crap. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely changed. My kids still play that game weird. almost
2: every day. Well, of I course thought, they do. It's, yeah, it's they huge.
1: Love it. It's still and it's still massive amount of popularity and focus and even more marketing now going into it than ever before. Mm-hmm. Would you um, say? You know, I've, I've wondered
2: this before. Is
1: Minecraft the greatest computer game ever made?
0: I don't know if it's the greatest, but it's probably one of the most popular.
2: I would I mean I, I would say it has to be the most popular yeah. of all time. And therefore surely you'd have to say it's the greatest game ever made. I mean I don't it's entertaining the it's hard most to people. Quantify it really. It, like... it's, given how little relatively it's changed since it came out. I mean you can list all the the things you can now build and everything, but the game looks the same and plays the same as it always has done, as far as yeah. I can tell. Yeah. And it runs on pretty much any platform. Uh, kid, little kids can play it and understand it and enjoy it and grew up with it. I, I honestly, it's not for me. I never really got into it. It's okay, but my kids and I know that kids that were that are now, you know, that played it and are now grown up. I, I think it would be very hard for, for them to look at any other game for the rest of their lives and say that it had as much of an impact on them as Minecraft did. Yeah, so probably, I think yeah. you, you have to say that it's a and me exactly. I mean, and it, you, it, literally, it the two guys I'm talking to, the two guys I'm talking to, could not point to another yeah. game and say, well, "Yeah, it was that one.
1: would not be none it, here." None of it. None of it. If it wasn't yeah. for Minecraft, for sure. No, you're right. No. So maybe it is the greatest game of maybe all time. It I guess is. a good place to end yeah. oh, uh, maybe. I welcome any suggestions. Otherwise, I just
2: feel like it's it's reach, its impact, the number of people that have enjoyed it, the amount of joy it's given, especially to kids. I think you'd have to say. It's a crowning achievement in gaming, I think.
1: Anyway, we talked a lot of shit this podcast. Yeah, it's good we, to we chat. Love we don't that we, we mention, don't do these right? gaming Apart chat. We
2: don't do these gaming chat podcasts very often, so it's nice to no, get it out of it's our nice.
0: system. Yeah, it is nice to get it out of your system for sure. I enjoyed that. Thanks, guys. Thanks yeah, very much. Thanks. It's good good to see you. So much. It's nice. To, the kids you. are back to school, man. It just feels like life is back to normal. It's nice. Uh, I'm sure you feel the same way, Flax. You know, yeah. like you get that yeah. uh, routine back, well, which is kind of good. Pouring with rain. I don't have much routine at the
2: moment. I'm very busy today. got to and tomorrow I've got a lot of, st- lot of stuff on my mind a lot to do
0: oh man well good, yeah a lot luck. of stuff yeah. we'll talk about it next all right. week all right see you soon Take it easy, guys, Peace, bye. 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 Bye, guys.